Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's a podcast for the busy gamer. I am your friendly neighbourhood Michael and joining me as always is the amazing Adrian. Hi. And all new, all different Matthew. I have Ms. Marvel in my comics. If you haven't read the title yet, uh, a coincidence that we are doing this over the past fortnight because one of the big news topics is of course the passing of a great legend we've been playing spider-man by insomniac games for the playstation 4 and uh who, who who am i talking about who is this legend that has gone to asgard and left our world that's stanley not to be confused with just stanley if you don't know uh, What's his full name? Stanley. Is he Stanley Stanley? So no, Stanley no, no. Lee. I believe his first name is just Stan, and then his okay. last name is Lee. Uh, I I don't know what to. Oh no, he's Stanley Martin Lieber. I have just oh, looked so up. It's all shortened. It's all shortened, but I I just don't know what to say because, I mean, I'm sure you guys can agree. As a giant nerd, what a hero! What a Icon, what the the biggest nerd that allowed us to all be bigger nerds? Yeah, I mean, you consider Dis- like what he's made and how far it's come. Incredible, he's an incredible man. He was like, was it ninety five when he passed? Yeah, yeah. Very he, I just thought, just that was insane. Like he's been around. That means he was born in like nineteen twenty twenty. 23? 22. 22? That's, like, did they even have electricity then? That's <laughs> insane. No, they didn't. That's why he had to make comic books. Otherwise, he yes. would have just started with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and do you think the first game he would have made is Marvel Spider-Man on PS4? He would have. Although Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2, I think, that's still pretty solid. But, I mean, so he made... he made, he. It says here on Wikipedia, between him, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko, he did Spider-Man, X-Men, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Fantastic Four, Black Panther, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, and Ant-Man. Like, he's responsible for all of that. What what an amazing person. I don't know what... How does all that genius come from one mind, one creative mind? And that's the thing that still stands out to me, because, like, as time has gone on there have been better writers like i don't i don't think many people would disagree with that there have been better comic writers than stan but no one had a pure creativity and imagination to come up with just fantastic characters that have yeah. stood the test of time yeah cuz i mean i was talking to this uh, about my my partner it's like the people who made like if we go across the way to dc it's not like one person made bat like Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and all that. Surely that like that was spread out. Whereas like a lot of the main Marvel popular characters are the creations of Stanley et al. Well, between the three, Stanley, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko, they've all moved like they've all passed away now. So that's that's it. That's the greats. We've if, if we hadn't like we have officially moved to the next generation. Comic oh, books are dead. That's it. It's officially that's it. I wasn't going to go that far, but that, <laughs> it it is kind of a way to look at it. Like that is, it's it is over. We're we're on to the next part. 
Uh, again, I don't know what to say. It's <laughs> you, you get oddly emotional about... Like, I don't get really emotional about, you know, the passing of other great actors or musicians, but something about Stan Lee, he, he's done so much for nerds <laughs> over his life. Yeah. So that's... It's a lot more personal to me. It's when you stop and think, because... Everybody knows that that's what he's done, but when you think about what that meant to so many people, so whether that was reading the comics, or if you've never read the comics, you've seen the movies, or you've played the video games, or you watched the cartoons as a kid, like it all goes back to him. Isn't there something somewhere where it's like Spider-Man is more recognisable than Jesus Christ? Isn't that? Ha, yeah. Have you heard that thing? Yeah. So there you go. That's. And if he's bigger than Jesus, he's bigger than Jesus, <laughs> and his well, Spider Man is his Jesus, which makes Stanley God. So, I think that Done. sounds about right. Let's let's move on. Uh, let's let's keep let's make it happier. I've got a very good, completely off topic, completely almost opposite side of the spectrum when it comes to nerds and news. And it is Detective Pikachu, the movie, the trailer for that. Did you guys watch that? Yeah, it was actually not too bad. It made me go, hmm. I'm excited. I was worried it was going to be trash can. Not not to saying that the game was bad, or that the idea of Detective Pikachu was bad, but I don't know. I'll just... Video game movies, bad reputation. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. But this looks... And even further, Nintendo movies, bad reputation. Oh, yeah. But this makes me... I saw someone post on Reddit, yo, if Detective Pikachu is good, can we please make a Pokemon Cinematic Universe? Where they don't (laughs) necessarily need to be... They don't necessarily need to be related, but they're all, like, in the same universe. Can we just... Essentially, can we please make good Pokemon movies now? I mean, we've had the cartoon movies. The first one, he's a tearjerker. I mean, you kids watch Pokemon the first movie, but men watch Digimon the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is true. So this is true. maybe a bit more depth. I'm just amazed that it doesn't look like they, like that Game Freak or Nintendo, have tried to have too much control over it. They've gone here's here's the IP. Here are the characters. Make us something entertaining. Make us something good, rather which than is probably that. a good thing to be honest. Yeah, and I reckon they've hit the right amount of like because everybody loves the original 151, but for me, like Pokemon Let's Go, well, I suppose we'll talk about it when we play the Pokemon Let's Go episode. Um, only having the original 151 is. I don't like that. I like all of the 800, you know, nearly a 1,000. That's a lot, and it is ridiculous. But at the same time, uh, I feel like they should be represented. You know, all Pokemon are equal. Uh, And I think they've done a really good balance of what the public would see. Okay, you know, they've got Charmander, they've got Bulbasaur. Like, they got all the good Gen 1 ones. But then, like, in that shot with... um, with Bulbasaur walking, they've got a Gen 7 uh, mushroom Pokemon. I'm trying to think of its name, but I cannot remember because I didn't play Gen 7 as much as the others. F- fungus or whatever it's called? No, it's not. Is it? It's not Fungus or Among Us. Um, <laughs> it's actually a good Pokemon. I think it's a fairy-type Pokemon. But And then there's other things, like they've got... 
a poster that says Unova on it. So it's like it has the whole Pokemon game universe. It's not just the first generation, which is good. I'm very happy. I wanted to say that. Are we thinking of more lull? Yeah, more. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I some of the Pokemon, like Bulbasaur, looks really good. Pikachu, like, looks good. Just a little bit too much fur, like almost uh like it was just like like it hasn't been trimmed or groomed yeah. in a while, but then Jigglypuff was hairy, and I was like, I always assumed Jigglypuff because they expand was like a Ooh. like a latex skinned <laughs> creature. <laughs> so that threw me off. But I do I do like most of the designs. You I know who's gripes. You know who I don't like at all? Charizard. I don't like. He's too you ugly. Like he's too like. Is the, he too real? The scales, are like it goes. It's like the darks on the scales are too dark. Here, let me, as a graphic designer, let me talk to their graphic designer and I'll explain to them why they did it wrong uh, from a design point of view. Uh, that's probably another... That's that's not even another episode. That's a whole other podcast, so let's not get into that. <laughs> Matt's Pokemon graphic design. Yep, the very, very specific podcast. Uh, let's continue talking about video game movies, but let me bring you back down to Earth. Mila Jovovich... Stars in Monster Hunter, the movie. Oh, boy. I can't wait for MHD. You mean Monster Hunter Disappointment? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Dang. Shots fired. Oh, I am I am literally like mad. I've never been mad at a movie before. But it's just like up, there's photos going up on on Twitter from the set. And it's like the story's like they've come from Earth. But they transfer to a dimension where there's monsters. Now they have to learn how to use monster hunting gear because apparently guns can't do the job. Uh, uh, They have to learn how to survive and to love. (laughs) It's what it seems like. I just, I honestly don't know how. Okay, maybe the first Resident movie, Resident Evil movie did okay. But I never did fantastic. And the fucking, sorry. And the like (laughs) four... And the four or so that came after it all bombed. So who was like, hey, you, you made five probably bomb like video game movies. Let's get you directing this Monster Hunter movie. Also, your wife who acts in those bad movies. Let's get her in as well. Excellent. This is going to sell. I reckon Hollywood. She, I reckon, I'm sorry, Milodjevovic, but I've been watching, I watched all the Resident Evil movies and they are kind of like a, like a dirty pleasure for me kind of thing. Like, ah, oh, it's mindless. <laughs> dirty pleasure. Not dirty. You know what I mean. A guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> like dirty a, pleasure. They're a dirty pleasure. Ooh. Hey, no, 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 we go further than guilty with this. This is, this is disgusting. I could go to jail for admitting this. <laughs> um... Yes, it is a guilty pleasure of mine, these films, but even then I can still recognise they're not good. There's six of these bad boys, and, you know, one had a lot of redeeming qualities, and then two had some, and then three had none, and then it just kept getting worse. So maybe maybe don't. Maybe. And you can forgive them because Resident Evil is based on B-grade horror films, particularly Resident Evil 1 was really trying to evoke that. And so you'd be like, let's do sort of a cheesy horror, like over the top. And and it and that's what it is. It pulls that off. But Monster Hunter World 
None of the Monster Hunters are supposed to be that. They're just a pure fantasy world. They're not supposed to be corny or, like... Cheesy. Yeah, and, like, I feel like as soon as you slap, like, they're army soldiers, it's like, oh, it's cheesy now. Yeah, especially... You know there's going to be a guy who's, like, the tough guy, the screwball. (laughs) Yeah. And it just... What are, what what are they going into the Monster Hunter world for to look for oil? What is I don't <laughs> I think they try. <laughs> I assume it's they get their ac- they cross the Bermuda Triangle and end up there on accident. But they're UN soldiers, so surely they shouldn't even be hunting the, the monsters. They should be trying to promote peace. Peace, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot wrong, and I'm both eager to see how bad it does. But also, I don't want to look at it, is, so I'm torn. Did they accidentally mess up marketing, and they were like, you know what, let's speed and switch them. There's only five minutes of screen time where they're actually in the desert and the army, and then the rest of the 120 minutes is set entirely in this world. Uh, and then they've gone, okay, well then let's market it. Like, it's going to be a bad movie. And then now they've gone too far. And can't <laughs> we can't go back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's possible. I we don't know. I don't. When does, I don't know when it comes out. I don't think I saw the date on that article because I link. I saw it and then I got mad and then I linked an article <laughs> to, you, to you guys. Whenever I get very emotional about gaming, I just send it to you. Whether it's happy or net bad, you guys need to know about it. It somehow ha- already has a five out of ten score on IMDb. <laughs> somehow. Uh, okay. it should be, no, honestly, it's, lo- it's pulled from another movie called Monster Hunter, even though it says it is an upcoming uh, American fantasy action thrill film based off of the games. Shouldn't all movies start at five? Assume all movies will be average and then either give or deduct. I think people go in adjusting their expectations based on trailers. I'm not seeing anything uh, about a date, so... Maybe maybe it's would, in that pre it's in that much pre production. Well, it's no, it's being filmed at the moment because the photos uh, from set yeah. the the female actor I can't remember her name or I don't know how to pronounce it properly is what I should say. Uh, she's putting up photos. That's why I sent it because she's putting up photos and there's lots of army stuff basically. So they're probably just doing like it's probably their first week or whatever. Just and that's what they're shooting right now. But it's still just hearing the premise and who's behind it. I'm. I'm scared, guys. I'm scared. I love Monster Hunter. I guess we will find out when it comes out then. Or maybe just when a trailer comes out. Now, what I am excited about is what's coming to Steam finally after literally a decade, probably. Go on. It's been Australian so store is going to have Australian dollars. <gasps> I don't know. Finally. As in, instead of buying games in US dollars and then converting for Steam when you buy games and, and DLCs and stuff, it's now going to be in Australian dollars. Oh, they're finally implementing it. Yeah, I, which is going to be good. I think it starts November 21st. Oh. Two days. I mean, um, how we've had the internet for quite a while, Steam. I yes, mean, it's Valve time, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's real Valve time. I feel like they're about eight years too late, but I mean... Better late than never in this particular situation. Sure. Uh, apparently, though, any devs who don't get Australian pricing in before the 21st, the game just won't be for sale until they do. Oh, that's... Okay. So some games might accidentally yeah, if not falls be available. An indie dev. Yeah, it could be like an indie dev who doesn't like actively follow the game anymore. Then maybe they'll work on something else. 
could fall off fall off the chart for Australia. Quick, buy all your indie games now. Um, and apparently it might result in a small price hike based on Valve's like price algorithm, but not like maybe like a dollar or so, not not a massive amount. So buy everything now. That's what you're saying. Buy right now. Go go there. Buy everything before that price hike. Don't give buy them the damn entire... cent. And then after the price hike, sell sell all your stocks. Wait, <laughs> is that what we're doing? Buy low, yeah. sell high. You'll make millions. I just thought that was good. Finally, bringing Australian dollars to the Australian store. I, I feel like it's gone under the radar a bit because yeah, it's kind I, of important. It is important, but it's not really something that you notice too much. Like you never, because it's not enough to go. Ah, oh. like it's not like you have to go out to the shops and buy a Steam card. You can still convert your Australian dollars to. That's true, American. but it's more for like when I when I'm browsing the store and I'm like, oh, this game. Oh, it's ten bucks. That's oh wait, hold on. That's actually more like. 15 bucks yeah or if i want to go buy like a new game and it's like 80 dollars on the store it's like a hundred more yeah thank Australian god dollars. thank god they're not converting to a uh, eb games prices because uh then everything would go up that much every time Jeez. well i, I look forward to that that's some excellent news all righty well let's move on but before we get into the game just thought i'd say what we got coming up next uh, we've got Spire of the Dragon as an Echo episode. Have I got that correct? Correct. Has it anyone else been playing, or just me? Not yet. I will get around to it. Okay, good. You've not yet. I'm you got poor. A... <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, you will. You got a week, Adrian, because that's when the next episode, uh, Echo episode, comes out. But for the next fortnight, we'll be playing Fallout seventy six. So. Quick news about that. Apparently, someone launched all the nukes that they could at once and crashed the server that they were on. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That, that, it took a lot of teamwork, apparently. Uh, but, oh, okay. End we of... must try. <laughs> we, we have a goal. We, have we will do it. We will do this. Uh, and as always, if you like what you're hearing, please review us highly. Share us around where we don't have meningococcus. <laughs> we don't have any disease. Uh, if and subscribe, you know, on all that good good stuff like Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Now let's swing in to the next into Marvel's Spider Man for PS4, the full title of the game. I actually forgot this was a Sony exclusive until someone I was talking to someone and I'm like, oh yeah, Spider Man's really good. You should get it. He's like, I don't. I don't have a PS4. I was like, oh, yeah, huh, suck it. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good, like, oh, this as an exclusive. Oh, boy. PS4 just has killer exclusives. Yeah, they're like, really killing it with their exclusive ooh. games. Was God of, no, God of War, was God of War exclusive? I'm pretty sure yes. it was, yeah. Oh, that's hot. God of War, <laughs> Bloodborne from years ago. You got Spider-Man. Oh, the Last of Us Part 2 yeah. coming out. Last of Us Part 1 was still a Sony exclusive. True. But what do we... These are all fantastic games. What do I... What do we say about them? I don't know what to say about this game. Like, I have plenty. You have plenty? Because it's just good. It's Here's my review. <laughs> it's good. All right, I'm done. It's really good, but it has problems, and I would like to point them out. All right. Oh, let's... no. At least for me, in, in any case. And let me preface this by saying this made me realize that Spider-Man... And the Spider-Man universe is definitely my favorite, like, comic 
superhero story. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, well, Spider-Man's not my favorite superhero, but the Spider-Man universe is probably my favorite in in all. And this game, like, locked it in because this Spider-Man universe is my favorite of any media I've consumed yeah. from <laughs> movies to other games to the comics, which I haven't read. This is, like... This is perfect. Yeah, this is the best Spider-Man. Like, everyone's going, oh, Tobey Maguire, oh, you know, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. No, 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 Yuri Lowenthal. Oh, he's my boy. So good. Did you order, I also saw someone had created a composite image with a blended Holland, Maguire, and Garfield, and the composite image looks so, quite a lot like... The Peter Parker from this game. I assume that's what they were going for, trying to yeah. kind of just amalgamate the the best parts of all the previous ones. And it's so good that it's not an origin story. Yeah. It's not uh, early days. It's just in. You're just getting into it. Oh, it's so refreshing. And- he's killed. He's killed? No, he hasn't killed anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's killed. He's tussled with five? Also, like major villains, it could be more. Like, I like that they like they haven't said anything about other ones. Like, it could any of them could come up at any time. Well, there's one whether they're already fought or not. Yeah, there was one um, thing that you find in a backpack, and it's a vial of sand. And he says, "Oh, I don't know if Bre- like opening this would release Sandman." So it's like he, it's something that if you didn't collect all the backpacks, you could potentially miss out the fact that. He's already fought Sandman and won. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of little uh, what do you call it Easter eggs like that, I suppose, where it's like, oh yeah, he's like referencing other villains and, and heroes. But is it Easter eggs or is it like world building? Uh, well, like it's kind of both. It could come up in a sequel if the, if the story uh, allows. Yeah, and this game definitely needs a sequel. There's even a hard sequel bait. Well, I'm sure we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, if we go through the game, though, uh, what kind of uh, what was your like loadout? What were you running for your Spider-Man? Uh, I was running everything. I had all the equipment. My fave is probably because I played on the easiest mode, and then now I'm playing on the hardest mode, uh, and I've definitely changed from going. I used to be impact web uh, and trip mines, and now I'm electro web. Okay. Ah, yes. Because uh, I was using a lot of impact mines and the AOE explodey ones. Uh, uh, I love the uh, oh the bombs. Yes, I love the. I never went with anything other than the special move where you just web everything around you. You just do a big spin and web up everybody. What do they call it? The ultimate? No, I don't know what they call it. Uh, it's, that's it's your pretty focus move, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the only like really good one. Like Everything else is like, eh. Yeah, okay. That is available far too early because you get that by unlocking the repaired classic suit, which is like the third suit. And it's really the most useful one. I didn't get it for a while because... I like one of the early, early, really early suits I liked, and I was like, oh, I'll just skip this. These like getting all these other suits. I just want to get the ones I I like because you have to be kind of in early game. You have to be choosy with your tokens. Um, 
so I was using, I can't remember the suit name. It's like black with a red or yellow spider or something. Uh, could um, be noir, could be inverted. No, it wasn't noir. Armor Mark II, black with a yellow spider. Possibly, possibly. I uh, don't remember the name. I just remember that it was pretty. Was it uh, like black and gold? Yeah, I think so. It was. It's one of the like. It's one of the ones in the first two lines. I think. Could be the dark suit. I'm not sure. But uh, I didn't get any other suits for ages, so I didn't uh, get that power. But once I did, I was just like using it all the time. Like go into a crime and just like land, and then just spray everybody, and then clean up like two or three other people who were left. Super strong. I don't know how it works out in harder difficulties, but in no, easy mode, still strong. Still the super strongest thing. It's the only thing that I use. Uh, because here's my thing, and I know we normally get to suggesting for the sequel at the end of the episode, uh, when we go doughy-eyed and think what will be best for the next installment of the game. So I'm just going to jump into it now. I feel like some of the some of these ultimate things should be passives. Like I think it is the twenty one of the twenty ninety nine suits. It it says you have longer airtime. I feel like that should be a constant. Like it's just not worth it to have, you know, this brief window where I can stay in the air a little bit longer, compared to immediately web and put down. <laughs> you know, twenty bad guys at once. Yeah, that doesn't. There's definitely definitely somewhere it's like well. Like this is a great like ability to have, but not for ten seconds in a fight. Yeah. Like, I was getting killed a lot by like gunshots early on because I hadn't quite gotten used to dodging, and it was like, oh, there's is there one with involved like bullet reduced damage? Oh yeah, but it's a focus move. It's only for like thirty seconds or twenty seconds or whatever. Yeah, not even more like five. Well, it feels like five seconds. You're like, ah, it, oh, it's over. Okay. But uh, speaking of suits, what's everybody's fave? Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to actually go find the name now. <laughs> Michael, do you I, have a favorite? I was a fan of the. I was actually a bit of a fan of Secret War Black Suit, uh, which looks kind of eh from front on, but because you mostly see him from behind, that black suit with the big blue spider on the back. Mm. Yeah, I was in. I enjoyed the look of that suit quite a lot. I'm also just a like a bit of a purist at times, so things evoking and the classic like cartoon Steve Ditko one was good fun as well. But some of them I can tell you ones I didn't really care for. Negative suit was really meh. I I yeah. I liked I like the look suit. of it. I didn't like fear itself because oh, of the yeah. the gauntlets. I hated those gauntlets. Apparently yeah, they would have been good without them. Apparently they're made out of uh, it's storyline. Apparently they're made out of Mjolnir. But okay, I, okay. Uh, my favorite was the very last one that you make at the at the end of the game. The anti ox suit. Don't sp- oh, spoil, Michael. <laughs> well, no, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> to say no. he needs a he needs a suit to fight Doctor Octopus. Now they know Dr. Octopus is in the game. You've... I think we knew that. Yeah, I think you catch on to me <laughs> immediately. You're like, ah, oh, you're going to be evil, aren't you? Uh, I wasn't quite sure if they were going to like work it over the game and then maybe for a sequel he comes out. 
But uh, uh, I think they did that really well. Yeah. He really pushed out Mr. Negative, though. While talking about the villains, I felt like Mr. Negative took a huge backseat once Doc Ock took center stage. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can see that. I think the it's... first arc, the first arc of the game was just all about uh, Mr. Negative and going like, "Why is he like this? What's this all about?" And then the second arc was. Uh, Letting all the prisoners free. How good is how good is Doc Ock as just a villain? Both Spider Man Two, the movie, and this, I think, perfectly capture like the sort of the tragedy of his character. Yeah. This this one yeah. was so much better because for starters, he it's like he has irrevocably gone insane now, right? Even even after, so we've moved into spoiler territory. If you didn't, if you haven't played this, you've done this to yourself. I'm sorry. Um, but like he's fully gone mad. Uh, but also he does have good reason to kind of go mad in the first place because it in the movie because I never what I've never seen any of the I've never read any of the comics with Doctor Octopus in it. But in the movie, it's like oh I'm doing this as a tool. This is just a very advanced tool to help with my nuclear fusion that I'm doing over here. Uh. But in this, he's got personal stakes in it as well because his body, like, he has a neurological disorder and his body is slowly going to decay. But with these extra octopus legs, boom, he is a whole new man. Unfortunately, he gets crazy doing that. It's just really good. And I really hope it sets up for... a in. I hope they do a trilogy and I hope in either... The second half of the second or the first half of the third, they do a superior Spider-Man story, where which is in the comics. Spoilers for the comics, but this is a few years old now. Uh, Doctor Octopus takes over Peter Parker's mind, and is a superior Spider-Man, and does. I think the whole point is that even though he's a bad guy, he does the good guy things better than Spider-Man did, and so that would be a. I reckon that would really translate to this game universe really well. Do you know this? Here's, an... <laughs> Here's what I want, though. I want Spider-Man Two symbiote storyline. Don't let's get to that later. <laughs> Spider-Man Three. I want Monster Rock. That's what's happening. Monster symbiote carnage Ooh. symbiote on Doctor Octopus. It came out in Spider-Man Two Thousand. Like. It's only appearance has been in Spider-Man 2000, which was a video game that I've wanted to do for this podcast since the beginning, but I've put it off and put it off. God, uh, and I want to see it in modern glory. <laughs> oh, boy. I just Rock Googled looks him. hilarious. They might not do him because he was in the first uh, Spider-Man, the video game. So they might but not. But that's why they should redo him, make it better. Oh, I definitely agree. I'm just saying that might be why they don't do it. Yeah, I understand. It's more of a pipe dream but yes uh oh mine's a pipe dream too michael what's what's your ideal storyline for the sequels (laughs) my ideal storyline that's a tough one i was really looking forward to to craven i'm you've always been a craven lover i'm a fan of craven the hunter i think he's really good because spider-man has really like sort of visually cool villains but quite often their personalities are left a bit lacking like Electro, for example, super flashy, heaps of fun, not a particularly interesting villain. Whereas yeah. Craven, 
Craven's actually quite interesting because he actually did the same thing 20 years before Superior Spider-Man. He replaced Spider-Man in Craven's Last Hunt to prove that he could be a better Spider-Man. So it's it's already happened like once before that there are like that these are the, he has villains who go, "Well, I could be a hero. I could do what you do." And like and I'll prove it to you sort of thing. Like you're not you're not that great. And that's really cool to me. Even though he just kind of wants to kill Spider-Man, he got a bit more depth with that. But Doc Ock is really like probably the most interesting because Green Goblin. I feel like in this one they're actually making Green Goblin, who doesn't appear in it, but I feel like they're setting him up to be a bit more interesting than usual. I hope so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to because that was. See, in my opinion, there's like there's light sequel bait and there's hard sequel bait, and I feel like the. You know, you have so much Osborne stuff that it's just like it's light sequel baiting. Like they never outright say, "Okay, you're gonna fight him next." Uh, however, the sequel bait that they do have, I-, I hope we're misunderstanding what they're doing. But before we let's let's not talk about the sequel bait. Let's not talk about the villains that could be in the sequels. What are your thoughts on the villains that are actually in the game? I like him, and I think they had a good spread. I, I, like we said earlier, I love that most of them are already set up. So we have, again, spoilers. Uh, Mr. Negative and Doc Ock are like two new ones, as in they are just appearing now, which is good. But then you have like a pl- plethora of previously encountered Spider-Man in a, you know, before the, the game, which is Vulture, Electro, Scorpion, Rhino, we have Kingpin as well. We had Shocker. We had oh, that's right, Shocker, uh, yeah. Screwball, who's kind of a newer one in overall, like in the comics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think the I think she is new in the game as well. Uh, she's only ten years old, uh, July twenty two thousand and eight. So a relatively new villain, kind of interesting, and I get what they're going. So annoying though. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it, it's it is very annoying, but it's. Pretty, it's a nice, it's a good twist on a villain because it's like, how many times can you do a villain that's, I'm electricity and I'm water and I'm <laughs> air and so I'm nice... rhino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm earth. Uh, yeah, I thought they were all really good. Vulture and Electro, Scorpion and Rhino were very good. Their battles were interesting enough. Um, yeah, dynamic enough as well. Like, did you have, so I think can't remember if you fight them by themselves, but you do fight Vulture and Electro at, at one point together and then Scorpion and Rhino at one point together. Did you guys have Scorpion and Rhino just fight each other? Yeah, I think I had Rhino like knock Scorpion, like send him flying. Yeah. No, I had Scorpion. He gave up trying to poison me and just started poisoning Rhino. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was awesome. I loved it. I they- was like, you guys are idiots. You're going to jail. I'm pretty sure they were banned, like they were bantering at each other, like, why can't you hit him? Or why don't you yeah. do something? And then they started fighting each other, which is like perfect. They <laughs> weren't exact. in it enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it kind of was just, um, they're released and now they're doing something and then you stopped them. I feel like that they would have been really good side quests. Like, just because you yeah. defeated them in the story, they. They go, okay, we're not going to help Doc Ock, but we'll go terrorize part of the city. 
Oh, another one, Tombstone. Was yes, there we go. And he's the only good side mission. I personally, I liked all of this. I can't think of a side mission I didn't like. There are a lot of main missions I didn't like. Uh, but as far as what, by what I mean as a side mission, as a uh, on your map, oh. yellow is story, blue is side. I'm not counting them as the activities and things yeah. like that. They, they, I had a lot of fun with that. But in terms of the blue icon side story missions, Tombstone's one was really good. And I was like, oh, cool. Is this how we're going to look at some of the other villains? Yeah. And then it's mostly... Uh, go and find the uni students. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I didn't hate that though. I had fun with that because I love okay. traversing this place, this New York City. Makes me want to go to New York City. Yeah. Well, like the side quests would have been like a fine as they are, but the Tombstone one's the best because you get to you end up at Tombstone, and the, it would have been really cool if, in a similar way to Taskmaster's ones, where you do them and then you fight Taskmaster. Oh, that was doing so ones where like you do all maybe you do all of you do the yeah well screwball was a side one but you don't end up fighting screwball taskmaster um, now that you bring up that was really good because i didn't actually so again spoilers you know what it, it's over there's spoilers now <laughs> uh taskmaster i didn't actually anticipate that you would fight taskmaster yeah and then just suddenly, you, bowlers come at you. You fall down to the ground. You got to fight him, and you're like, "All right." And then he goes, "All right, that's enough fighting for now." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." Uh, and then I fought him again, like the final fight, which that one was awesome because he actually uses your exact finishes. So the finishes you use on people, like the triangle and circle, you use on criminals. He uses them on you if he if he gets a chance, and it's the exact same animation, and that is that is what Taskmaster does. Like some people might go, "Oh, that's lazy animating." Like, why are you giving the bad guy Spider Man's animation? But that's what Taskmaster does in the comics. He fights you, and then he assimilates your fighting style, and that's how he beats you. And I was that's so good, and it's and he's just side. He's just on the side. He couldn't. He could be taken out of this game. It'd still be a pretty good game. It's such a good game. It adds an extra layer of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> what did you think of the main villains here, uh, Mr. Negative and Doc Ock? Uh, I liked Mr. Negative. Like, it, he was interesting enough and like personal enough to Peter Parker. But... Oh, Doc Ock it takes it to a whole other level. I will say, actually, with the Doc Ock again, we're going to talk about the. I'm going to talk about the ending now. If if in if you guys have anything else to say beforehand, no, go for it. I found it just a little bit too too dramatic. Like it was trying to be more dramatic than it actually was. I don't know. I didn't get super attached to Doc Ock as a villain. It felt like it happened a little too rapidly. For me, I don't know if it was because I was just smashing out the story quests, like one after the other. But it was like, like the the day wouldn't even change in the city, and he'd be like, he went from testing out an arm to like starting to lose his mind. Yeah, I did feel that it it happened a little bit suddenly, but that um, they probably couldn't delay it any longer, or it would yeah. affect the pacing. Yeah. Well- in terms it's of also, sorry. No, you go, you go. 
I was just going to say, it's also, it could be the, the fact that the overall story continues without a break. Like, Demon's Breath is put there right in front of you at the very beginning as a, there's this biological weapon. So things could get, like, catastrophically bad. But then because you have a bit of a sort of villain switch, you then are going, like, hang on, like, what's Doc Ock doing, like, with it and also while we're on the subject has he i felt that we were watching him turn to insanity and change his plans but in fact is he supposed to have been doing a lot of this behind the scenes the whole time like before yeah i like sorting out the villains is he already in contact with martin lee before norman shuts down his lab because then, like you say, suddenly the arms are there in good working order. Did he already have them that he was working on them in secret and he just revealed them to Peter? I always thought that everything, it was like he had just things up his sleeve, like he kept stuffing things up his sleeve. Like he learnt maybe, maybe he learnt that this person's a bad guy and then he just kept that up his sleeve because that's the kind of person that he was. He was the kind of person that... Uh, he called on favors kind of thing. So he would learn and he would, I imagine he also blackmailed, but I don't think he was evil, evil uh, until the arms affected him mentally. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, and maybe in real time, he does turn into Doc Ock pretty quick. Cause I'm not sure because in real time, it would have been like this. The story takes what? Three days. It's three days or something like that. Like, there's a definitive, it's this day, it's this night, then it's the next day, and then this night. Um, So it could be even two days. But I took a very long time. Well, I I took a relatively short time, but I played for a long time uh, playing the first playthrough. uh, And I thought he turned into Doc Ock very naturally because, like, you'd go into the office to... I would check if there's any new puzzles to do because I wanted to get them done as soon as I could because I like doing the puzzles because I like everything about this game. Uh, and then you'd go in like the back room and you'd see like a box on the shelf that has like uh, some uh, like army grade, military grade stuff on it. And you're like, oh, that's fishy. What are you doing, Otto? What's going on here? And like you, you know, because you've you know what happens to him. You know that he becomes Doctor Octopus. It's just a matter of when. And so the game progresses, and then you notice more stuff. Like, uh oh, that's really not good. <laughs> like if something that says "Do not do this, or it will affect your mind." And then Otto has scribbled over the top. I don't care. Oh no, <laughs> any second now. And then, oh, it's and there it is. There it is. Okay, pack it up. Let's let's go. So I liked it. I thought it went well. Did you guys get a chance to play uh, the first part of the City That Never Sleeps DLC? Yes. Yep. I 100%ed it and, and the main game the other day. Yep. Also very good. I like that it, they worked the Black Cat like side quests into it because as soon as i finished the black cat side quests and she was like i'm gonna plan a heist i was like 
That's the DLC. Also, I knew that because I saw the title, but that doesn't matter. I know it's what it's going to be. I haven't had a chance to pick it up yet. I'm very much looking forward to it. Definitely. Uh, It's gone on sale, the DLC, uh, I think this week. Oh, Oh, well. Definitely, definitely pick it up then. I bought the DLC and I didn't buy the game, so. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow the second part comes out to date this episode. Uh, and I will be playing that immediately. Yeah, I'll definitely be playing that immediately as well. I've decided not to finish my Ultimate New Game Plus run. Uh, I'll just do the DLC and then do a bit of the main quest. I was going to smash it out because I wanted to get 100% achievements, but even when this fortnight of playing this game started, the achievements for the second DLC was available, but you couldn't play it. The DLC wasn't out yet. And so... My achievement progress looked like I had done nothing, when in reality I had but two achievements. Thank you very much, Sony. Ruining it. (laughs) Ruining my pride. What did you guys think, and I've heard some people say this ruins the game, not to a massive degree, but a little bit, is of the MJ and Miles sequences. I think I was the one who told you it almost ruins the game. (laughs) Okay. I... There was a picture someone posted when the Spider-Man very first came out and it's like this cop and he goes, well, we're clocking your fun at, uh, you're going too fast and so we're going to have to stop you and make you play a Mary Jane storyline, story quest and just grind the game to a halt and you have to play as Mary Jane. I liked both the sections, but I did think that they were like... There was so little you could do. All you could do was move. And then eventually you get a distraction. And that's it. The best part of this was when everyone's in Grand Central Station. And you get to control Mary Jane commanding Spider-Man yes. to take people out. That was that really was good. good. So that is, that's probably the best one of those sequences. That's really good. But I, th- I just think like when you're going and investigating Tombstone's place the first time as MJ. And it's like, ah, oh, this is walking <laughs> it it didn't feel i don't know it just didn't feel fun the one where you are in fisk's uh place and you're working with the demon stuff that one was more interesting but when you're at tombstones and when you're at um the sable security i was just i was just bored that was boring i just i wasn't watching i was just going for like the first time i was like oh yeah okay but the second time second playthrough i'm like i don't care I don't think it. I don't think it fully overstayed its welcome, though. I think it, like it, kind of approached getting a bit tedious when it appeared, but it they held it back just enough, and I, you can see what it's being used for, and that is quite often you can't gain a lot of detailed information as Spider-Man because his sequences are so fast-paced. Even the stealth sections are not really true methodical stealth as spider-man because you could just change it up and get in there if you wanted so i liked how as someone who was interested in the comics like using mj to see like oh that's from like that that that, that's from that kind of past adventure and this kind of means more about this but it suited miles more i think to introduce miles that way was really good that he's like He's not Spider-Man yet, but he's still quite kind of capable. He's sneaky. He's good with tech. His little sequence of getting past the um, 
the blockades. That was that was good use of it, but MJ's was getting close to tedious. I don't know. I, I just think MJ as a character, like she should be more Oracle. Like, or that's good. Or if you, I don't know. I'm, I'm for some reason I'm afraid someone's gonna call me sexist. Give me Silk, the female counterpart to Spider Man, and let me play like Spider Man as a new character, which I'm sure you will do in the sequel as Miles, and I'm sure his sequ- sequences will be more stealth-based because Miles, one of his abilities that uh, Peter Parker doesn't have is the ability to flat-out turn invisible. Oh, really? Yep. So, you know, I'm sure that'll be stealthy, but give me give me Venom, give me Carnage, you know? you can We can play as Spider-Man likes... And still, like, introduce different layers of the story. And at the same time, not grinding it to a halt because I am now suddenly a white girl who does nothing except push boxes over and alert the guard. And I've got to do the whole level again, damn it, Mary Jane. <sighs> you brought up the Spider-Man stealth parts, and I want to talk about that for a sec because I'm pretty sure it's impossible. Like, I was doing Sable Outposts and, like, stealthing the whole thing and i'd get to like the last one or two and then the wave fight would just start it'd be like wave two and i'm like shouldn't i be rewarded for taking time to like stealth everyone that's a really good point i yeah it's like you do the first wave super stealthy and then suddenly oh he's over here it starts yeah i was like this sucks and because some of those stable outposts are so hard i found some of the fighting really hard even on easy mode mate like i was dying Oh. I was dying in outposts. They're the side stuff. It shouldn't be that hard. I'll I'll tell you now, right? The minigun thug from the DLC in Ultimate Difficulty can go, just go, just delete it from the game, <laughs> please. Right? So the thugs pretty hard for me. Like when you're fighting hand to hand, the solution: web them up, throw them on a wall, done. But for some reason, when you're holding a minigun. It gives you the supernatural ability to break through all the webbing that comes your way. You can throw 10 impact webs at a single minigun thug and he will be webbed for 0.02 seconds before he shoots you again with a minigun. Yes, the minigun was a little harder to dodge overall because like, the bullets give you like a solid line and then you know when they're shooting. But the minigun was just like, spray. I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> But ultimate difficulty, you have that. Like, I love that bullets. I felt like at the end of easy difficulty, at the end of the game, bullets don't really matter. You get shot. You're like, hey, well, whatever. But in ultimate difficulty, I was like, if I get shot three times and they don't wait, you know how sometimes they wait for someone to, all right, hey, Timmy, you go hit Spider Man first and then I'll punch him after. Uh, but in this, they just go whenever they want. So if you get three people that decide to shoot you right when you can't dodge for some reason, you will d- you just die. It's like, ah, oh, okay. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm good having done easy mode. <laughs> yeah, like uh, that's what you sign up for, for doing the hardest difficulty, I guess. But at the same time, you're like, oh. <laughs> um, I think that I created... Well, it's not artificial challenge because the game tells you to do it, but the problem I played on normal, I think, was there's easy, normal, hard, yeah. 
Yeah. They they call it cool things. I can't remember what it is. There's like friendly neighborhood and then spectacular, then ultimate and something. I don't know. Yeah. So I played on the middle difficulty, and I felt that if I like, I could I could get into any fight, and I'd be okay, even if I had to start doing the the classic Batman Arkham games, low on health only counters fighting. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that would happen, but it would be because. I'd create this extra challenge because it has those little tick boxes for a lot of the side activities where it would be like, uh, get 20 air combos. And so in just a field of thugs jumping up and down in the air, webbing them up into the air, then webbing them down onto the ground. And and just like if someone was watching Spider-Man fight like that, You'd be like, what is he doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Spider-Man? Stop! Just, just, just use Web Blossom. Like, no, I've got to do this 20 times, and then I've got to get a 50 combo without anybody touching me. <laughs> uh, I will say that I'm really glad that that's not part of 100%ing the game, because I was worried, especially the challenges as well, like getting platinum, like or the, the, the gold trophy for like the fastest time or the highest score in the taskmaster challenges and completing all those tick boxes in the crimes. I was like, if that's a hundred percent, I don't, I can't do it because hundred percenting this game anyway is a bit of a, a grind. Oh yeah. It, it can get grind. The crimes get grindy. If so, if you've not played this, but decided to listen and spoil yourself and then deciding to go play it anyway, uh, I recommend do not wait until the very end of the game to do all the crimes because it takes forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, do them yeah. as they pop up. I did them as they popped up during the DLC. And then by the end of it, I only had to farm one single area. And beautiful. And I feel yeah. like if you do their challenges, they will be less likely to reappear in a district. I, don't, I seem to... I didn't think they I did. I seem to kept get, I kept getting one where there was like one unfilled checkbox where it was like... Yeah, you want to try again? You want to try this one? Like it kept throwing that one at me, but I feel so. I feel like it has a hierarchy. Maybe once you, if you do all of them and tick all the boxes, then they probably reset to standard frequency. But I felt like if you leave some unhundred percented, they will appear more often. I don't know. I just don't remember getting uh, one again, kind of thing. Like, in this area, there is one car chase, one bomb defusal kind of thing, and I thought that was it. God, I could talk about this game forever. You, earlier you said, like, give us Venom, and I just had a flash image of swinging through that city as Venom, and I have a massive erection now, so <laughs> Adrian, I, I need a sequel where we play as Venom. Adrian, needs to go what, if you can play, what if you can play as Cletus Cassidy? It's not, that, like... He's he's a hard, he's a hard villain. Like there's no way that isn't a villain. Yeah, I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll uh, be happy with Venom. Like Spider Man Two, we fight Venom, but in Spider Man Three, Carnage shows up, and then Venom and Spider Man team up as is per the usual. And but you get to play as Venom. Oof, I'm up in there. How about you play against each other? You do one Spider Man mission, then you do one Carnage mission. Uh, and if you do too good in the Carnage mission, the next Spider-Man mission is harder. Ooh, snap. That's a cool idea, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. No, I don't what think What do you guys think 
is going to happen in the second one, given the slight a bit of a sequel bait at the end. Yeah. For that very final sequel bait, I, sw- I really hope that that is not Venom. I hope that that is something else. Or, at the very least, I hope that they say, this came from space! Mm. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, like, the more I think about it, because what if they go, okay, there are three ways that you can become a Spider-Man-like being. One is be bitten by a radioactive spider. Two and three both involve a symbiote, but the second one is from space, and his name is Venom. And the third one is uh, an artificially made one, uh, which is different somehow, and is nothing to do with Venom. We call it Hobgoblin. Like, hopefully they kind of go, oh, separate. And I also... I... Oh, you go. Sorry. No, no, continue. You were trying. Uh, I was just going to say, I really hope that uh, young Osborne, Harry, is not... Like, I hope if he is... If that is Venom on him, I hope that he isn't Venom for very long, if at all. I 100% agree with you. I... Given the recent Venom movie that came out, I, I'm okay with how it's done. I, so if you don't know, I'm a big fan of the symbiote storyline. That's, like, that's my favorite storyline, possibly, of any media. Uh... And I don't mind how Venom was done. It's slightly different because it doesn't have Spider-Man in it. But in this one, we have a Spider-Man. We have a, a, what do we assume is a symbiote. If that symbiote doesn't get, if that symbiote doesn't go to Spider-Man and then to Eddie Brock, I'm gonna be sad. I'll be a sad boy. And I feel like that's the way it will go. That um, the symbiote. Spoilers, massive spoilers. Very end of the game, after the credits. The symbiote is in a tank with uh, Harry Osborn, who has been very unwell because of the symbiote. And also, they're suggesting that his mum was also unwell because of something similar. I didn't think it was because of the symbiote. I thought it was just kind of like the symbiote was keeping him alive in yeah, some capacity. Yeah, that's how I thought it was as well. Okay. And... I feel that it's going to be so we so we got Norman will become Goblin, yeah, and then I feel that Harry might become Venom esque, and Peter will be like, "I will save you," and in attempting to save him, the symbiote will go to Spider Man, and then eventually to hopefully Eddie Brock. Yeah, but I don't I don't think Harry will be definitively Venom, but I think. He will be like a sort of symbiote monster. Because the whole thing of Venom really being Venom is that the symbiote only takes on that form and those abilities because of Mm Spider-Man. It could be whatever it wanted to be. So to have it not go to him exactly sort of messes with the idea. And also a huge part of Venom's personality is its love and hate for Spider-Man. And if it yeah, never goes he, to him, it will never love him. Exactly. It like it wants that power back that Spider Man has. That's part of the thing, and that's why he's he's he bonds so well with Eddie Brock is because they both hate Spider Man slash Peter Parker. And hopefully, when we get that Venom suit in Spider Man for Spider Man oh. for the next one, uh, we also get a Raimi suit for the Raimi trilogy, <laughs> and then we can get a black Raimi suit as well for that Venom. I. I'm very excited. This is a game that deserves all the praise that it's gotten. This is it. It's won heaps of awards for 
Oh, I don't think it's won awards particularly yet. It's broken records is what I meant to say. Uh, but my mouth was not listening to my brain. And it it deserves it all. It's excellent. I think, like, when I talk about it, I think Game of the Year, probably. That's I a big goal. that because Red Dead Redemption 2 is available on other platforms, a lot of people won't vote for Spider-Man. But to me, it is probably still the game of the year because it's it's fun i had i had joy re-enter me i was like a child it's just so good go go get it treat yourself have some fun i think it'll depend because we've got a third dlc and it is probably going to feature silver sable but if they somehow manage to i think the problem is is that they need to make the third dlc a big hitter before Christmas so that it sells a lot. Because uh, imagine if... Because, yeah, again, its name does have silver in it, so it's probably Silver Sable. But if it was Venom in that third DLC, everyone would pick it up again right before they give out the award for Game of the Year and everyone will have it fresh in their mind. I'm just saying. It's too late if they've <laughs> not done that. But... Am I safe to assume that we all think this is a game for a busy gamer then? Oh yeah. It doesn't actually it doesn't actually take up too much time. It's and very well paced. Yeah, it's a good thing cuz like a lot of games like Red Dead or God of War or Assassin's Creed Odyssey like are chock full of content. Uh and they will give you hundreds of hours. This will give you dozens of hours and it's all quality all the time. So good. Uh, I'm back at the start. I don't know what to say. It's just so Thank good. you, Stan. Yes, if thank we're back you, at the Stan. start, we've got to thank Stan. Stan and Steve and Jack. And all of them. Because uh, Steve Ditko drew the first Spider-Man, but I believe Jack Kirby was the main cartoonist. So that's why we have the Steve Ditko like, classic suit, because he's the one who famously drew the like issue sort of one cover. But I think within that comic was Jack Kirby's work. I don't know. It's great. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Thank you very much to Stanley, and thank you all for listening to this episode. I've been Adrian. I've been Matthew, and I've been Michael. Let's let's keep sl- and let's. I was gonna say let's keep sling, but that evokes a, a more <laughs> monster hunt monster hunter image to me. With uh, great. Power. With great game with with great games come great responsibilities for the sequel. Well wait, wait, wait. with with great game comes great grind. Something no time. I don't have time to do this. I gotta go play more Spider Man. <laughs>